0: Hello, and welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Always excited to be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as always, we always have these conversations, you know, and, and one of the conversations we've always had is, why are we so stubborn? Mm.
1: I hear that I am, but I don't believe it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> no, we would call it cabezuda. Mm-hmm. Por qué eres cabezuda? Mm-hmm. We're stubborn people. I, I, I don't know if it's by nature that we have that stubbornness or what it is. And it's that stubbornness to not learn a message. I mean, how many times do we have to be hit in the head <laughs> with
1: something? We can be beaten over the head with something. But, you know, when you're kind of set in your ways, uh, that's just, I guess, how it is. And I think that we're all kind of that way. You know, we have all these influences and that and
0: we just kind of And we were talking get ab- when we were talking about that like the things like when we look back on our life what are some of those things that we were stubborn about that we really didn't need to be stubborn about
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and you were talking you know for you
1: yeah i mean i think <laughs> for me being <laughs>
0: stubborn
1: i don't say that easily <laughs> although I do come by it. Honestly, I have to say, I that, hear that my grandmother's my grandmother was pretty stubborn. Uh <laughs> that was
0: that took you a hot minute, huh?
1: Yes. <laughs> but I just I think that part of it for me was
0: or is I
1: still struggle with is kind of coming into my own, you know, I wanna I'm stubborn about some things, I guess, because I don't feel like I really had a voice to do that when I was younger I Mm -hmm. just feel like that you know I want things to be a certain way and then I just you know am I'm stuck there I guess that's what (laughs) what happens so but I felt like you know when I was younger it was like whatever whatever mom said was what it was and I mean you know I I guess that's
0: what it is with parents (laughs) but (laughs) it's my way or the highway (laughs)
1: yeah
0: well you know I think there is that I think that sometimes we you know maybe as children we dig our heels in because we want to be right about one thing just one thing Mm -hmm. just let me be right about one thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. and oftentimes we're not maybe that's what it is but it you know and then we get into adulthood and I feel like we do the same thing
1: well, I think we get so used to doing things a certain way and that. And then so it's kind of hard to create a new way of thinking. So, you know, I just think that we get stuck in a rut kind of.
0: <laughs> well, and I guess it's that those patterns, you know, I tell people always, you know, we, we live in patterns. Mm-hmm. We, we develop habits. We have patterns and and it's hard to get out of them yeah. because they feel so familiar. They feel good and bad at the same time
1: good and bad (laughs) at the same time because sometimes when you're trying to create a new habit it's like you know you you do it's like you're stubborn or that I guess but you are just so set in how you do it and it just becomes routine and it's comfortable even though we may not like the outcome we may not like the situation but it's like who cares (laughs) we're just doing what we know
0: (laughs) you know and and we talk about stubborn and kavasuda. You know, we realized when we went to Europe that they do gluten different. So we were able to eat differently, felt different. And we'd already been talking about this. And I would tell you, oh, we're having a problem with gluten. Oh, we're having a problem with gluten. No. But once again, I think you were in your stubborn (laughs) (laughs) phase. But it was really interesting because then we come back and then COVID comes around. And things
1: change. And we're all excited because Amy's Donuts, which if y'all don't know, is a local place here in Springs. Delivered. Yeah. They decided to start up delivery because of COVID.
0: Bad idea for us. Yeah. Bad, bad idea. <laughs> and But we thought it was a good idea. So yeah. we ordered half a dozen donuts, uh-huh. you know. But that's not too bad. And, and yeah, we suffered. Oh, did we suffer?
1: For like two or three days <laughs> It after was that. horrible. Oh, my God. I, my body was just like
0: foreign to me. <laughs> well, you know, it's not only, I mean, when you have that, it's like your joints hurt. You're, as you say, you start looking like the donut because you bloat <laughs> and it looks like you just go put a donut on you mm-hmm. uh, and it feels so uncomfortable. Yes.
1: I have this theory after the testing this out, you know, being off of gluten for two and a half weeks and then coming back and doing that and realizing the difference in my body that I just think that gluten is probably not a good idea for anybody. (laughs) No. But we know that here in the U.S. they overuse that. And I mean, there's probably other places that do too, but we know that it's like to make it prettier, to make it fluffier, to make it more buoyant, to make it more, you know. And trust me, it makes you more fluffy. Exactly. That's what I, I, that's what I say. It's like, I, I start to feel like the dessert. It's like, no, I don't want to feel this. I feel like a
0: pastry. <laughs> it is. And it's so bizarre how it took us being, we really were, we were sick for about two to three days yeah and just stomach upset and oh, it, it, you just yeah. it, you just feel miserable yeah and so we kind of looked at each other then and said okay it's we got to stop we can't have pastries we can't do that and and so that started our journey of really being more conscious and aware of that so we do we are pretty close to gluten we do as good as we can as we, um, at least limiting it yeah at home we don't do gluten mm-hmm. It was just amazing. We, we already talked about it. We had been having these conversations. We'd go back and forth. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, just once again, being stubborn about it because we wanted our pastry. We wanted our pastas. We've, and there's all these alternatives anyway. But Well, yeah.
1: And I think that sometimes you don't want that to be the answer. So, you know, <laughs> you, you go back and forth for a long time before you actually make the change and realize how much better you feel over time but I mean we had already started changing how we were eating and you know just getting more exercise and and being being more physically fit in that and so it's just you know over time you make those changes in that but I do think we get stubborn about stuff and we could probably feel be feeling better way sooner (laughs) if we would just stop
0: how little we listen to our bodies, I think, is what it is. Yeah. We do not listen to our bodies. It's like our bodies telling us something's not good for us. Well, you know what? Maybe it was just that color. Or maybe, it was, I mean, we will rationalize the hell out of that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We will just put out there, no, it's this, it's this. And, and we talk ourselves out of stuff.
1: And you have, I mean, sometimes you have to do a process of elimination. <laughs> and sometimes people, I know we've done this in the past too, try to do too many things at once and we don't know exactly what was being more effective. So, you know, trying one thing and, and trying it out and giving it your best shot kind of gives you more direction.
0: <laughs> well, I agree. And, and you know, you, you mentioned working out and I think that was interesting because for me, uh, I had had s- some bad knees. I only have two of them. I don't know why I say bad knees. Like <laughs> I have six of them. <laughs> only three were bad. The other three were, no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... So for me, working out, I always had this fear in the back of my head that when I do these things, it's going to cause more damage. It's going to hurt. It's going on and on and on. Even though all the research I was looking at and what people were talking to me about were saying, you know, you do these exercises, you're going to feel better, you know, all of those things. But then that part of me was like, "Mm, but you
1: know, um, no, that kind of hurts. (laughs) Kind of hurts and don't want to wear out that joint. (laughs)
0: But I'm going to keep using that for the rest of my life.
1: (laughs) But the thing is, they do say you can strengthen your knees and that, and people don't realize
0: that. I knew it, but then there was also that other part of my brain that was being very stubborn. Yeah, That was saying, ooh, but what if it's not? Mm -hmm. Then you're going to have a bad knee forever and ever, Mm -hmm. you know? going to wear it down to the bone. (laughs) Really? (laughs) And who wants that? Mm -hmm. So even for me, it took me a while to then... Really say, okay, what exercises can I do that are going to strengthen my knees? And then that's what I started. And then that was a gradual thing. And then it was like, oh, look at that. They were right. Right. <laughs> yeah. But my brain was still saying, they're probably not, you know, at first. And, and I think that happens a lot. I think people sit there and try Once again, we rationalize the crap out of things.
1: Well, there's certain things that we think are truths about ourselves that we, we just accept as that and we don't think that we can change them, that it's not within our power. I mean, I grew up not athletic at all, was not exposed to anything uh, like that. I didn't play Let's any Let's talk sport. a little bit
0: about your dietary.
1: <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, I I grew up <laughs> on a menu like, you know, Cheese Whiz and Hostess cupcakes and things like that. <laughs>
0: I loved (laughs) Pop-Tarts. So when you're eating stuff like that, do you really feel like you're going to want to work out anyway or be athletic? No, and people don't realize
1: that you're kind of setting yourself up for failure when you're, you know, that's what you're taking in. And you just, you feel drained and tired and and you don't know why. I think uh, a lot of people, oh, I didn't get enough sleep or something like that. And no, a lot of times that's what you're putting in your body. That makes you feel draggy and sluggish or even just, you know, I'll even say now if I have a lot of sugar that the next day I'm like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't want to move.
0: Well, and you know, what's interesting is because uh, early on when we were together, you would make comments like that. I'm not athletic. I don't do this. I don't do that. Yeah. I don't know how to throw a ball, really. I don't and definitely didn't know how to kick a ball. <laughs> Took her to the gym one day and uh, we were playing kickball.
1: Yeah, that wasn't my thing.
0: No, ball comes right (laughs) to her and totally missed it. Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah, I don't do that. (laughs)
0: Like, let's try again. (laughs) She was like, no. But I think that's what it is, is sometimes when you do those things and and it's not something you can do. Once again, that stubborn piece says, I just can't do it, so I'm not going to try it again. It's not for me. I didn't have the confidence to do that. I think that when I was younger,
1: if anything, I probably could have gotten into volleyball. But I didn't, um, that wasn't something that was pursued. I didn't, I wasn't even, I didn't take PT even in school. I was excused. Co- I love that. What?
0: I didn't take PT because you did not want to either.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't have the <laughs> confidence, like I said, to do anything like that. I didn't, uh, wasn't exposed to anything like that. So, and they had me excused
0: for religious purposes. Um, So I didn't even have to do that. And I think, you know, you said that, you know, you know, our past kind of helps dictate some of that. And and I think it does. You know, my I was a complete opposite. I grew up, you know, we were baling hay and irrigating and chasing after animals. So being active was not an it was not an option to not be active. (laughs) There were days I just didn't want to be active. But yeah, you know, that didn't happen. Oh. obviously things still needed to be done and we yeah. were the we were the hired help <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was the only girl and i wasn't expected to work outside really i mean i remember i could probably count on one hand how many times i was supposed to go out and mow the lawn and i hated it and i would tell them i will clean the house from top to bottom please don't make me go out there and do that
0: <laughs> and then she came into my family system which my parents did not know those rules of yours mm. So she comes in and uh let's see you learned how to go up into the mountains, get wood, because we had wood burning stove and get some wood. You learned how to work out in the fields and haul stuff and
1: doing irrigation and burning <laughs> ditches and all kinds of things. And but guess what? She found out she could do it. <laughs> I learned a lot about myself. Yeah. <laughs> And still, you know, I mean, I, even over all, the, all those years, um, still expanding on that. I mean, when I was younger, the most physical thing was skating for me, roller mm-hmm. skating. I, and I loved it. And, you know, even as an adult, I've gone a few times. I, I still enjoy it.
0: So, Yeah, me and roller skating aren't friends. And I keep saying to myself, well, are you going to ever try that again? And then I sit there and try to talk myself into it. But remember, I have bad news. I don't
1: want to keep them going.
0: (laughs) But no, I think it is that. I think, you know, so much of the time we get stubborn, but we don't even realize we're stubborn because of what we've been taught. Mm -hmm. So that becomes our pattern. And then we get stuck in those things. And then we will sit there and kind of sit there. and Well, no, I can't do that no, I can't do that. And, and, and we'll fight and argue about it and we'll justify it and we'll. And sometimes it's things that we learn
1: from our parents modeling and things like that, because even like my, my mom, I remember um, she, she had knee replacement surgery. Um, She had had a couple back surgeries, things like that. And of course, physical therapy follows those things. And, and then she was having the issues with the liver and stuff like that. And they were talking about changing her eating habits and about even just getting more exercise, even just, you know, walking and things like that. But I remember this one doctor telling her, "Um, we need to make you like an athlete. And the expression on her face, she just thought that was such a joke. And, you know, I mean, I get that and I don't remember what her age was at that point or whatever, but she thoroughly believed that she couldn't have that kind of power. And I think, you know, sometimes we see that in them and, and it's easy to fall into that kind of belief, I think.
0: Well, and I think it's easy to guess, you know, I, I think it's easy for people with their belief systems about themselves or others to, to defend that yeah. even if it's if it's not true or if it's detrimental to them. You know, after your mom's surgeries and stuff like that, we would say, okay, come on, let's go for walks. Let's do this. And, you know, sometimes I'll be there like, uh, no, you got to walk 10 steps, 10 steps. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that even for her with that, so we'd kind of go back and forth a little bit, but she'd eventually do her 10 <laughs> steps because I wasn't going to go anywhere. I was going to, I stood there. I said, okay, we'll just stand here, you know. <laughs> That was me being stubborn, but um, it was, it, it really was that thing of do what, what's going to make you better. And I, and I know, and I, cause I was coming from a place of not doing that because of my knees and stuff,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? So I understood that. I understood that mentality of, oh, that's going to hurt, or that might hurt more than you know, I, it's all this crazy. I think that we put into our heads to try to, once again, we get stubborn, we get stuck or or maybe it's, we're stubborn about changing, but we're, but we get stubborn, I think, because we get stuck. Yeah. I, if that makes more sense.
1: I think so. And I think that sometimes things has to happen to, to spur us to really um, make those necessary changes instead of digging our heels in. And I know one of the things for me, when I started changing as far as uh, what I was, I mean, I was already working out and stuff like that, but. Um, I had found out that I had a cyst and that. <laughs> stubborn. Let's talk about stubborn. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking that I, oh, and just, I just got some blow, stuff like that. My stomach
0: was extended. And, and this was her, let's go to the store and let's get some of those cleanse things. They're like, girl, you done done cleanses. You done this. I said, there's something wrong here. I was working out and I wasn't losing weight. And, and I'm telling her, You got to go to the doctor. No, I don't. I just got to keep working out more. I've got to do this. I'm thinking, you're doing all that. Something ain't right here.
1: (laughs) Well, what was interesting is that I didn't have any pain. There wasn't any pain, but I remember when I was trying to do some of my exercises and that. If I would lay down on my stomach, I—I mean, it was like pressure was the only thing,
0: only way I could describe it. But I just thought, I mean, I guess I just need to do more. (laughs) I'm telling you. Everything. We're doing everything. And I'm just, and I'm, I'm there like, finally, you need to go to the doctor because this is not normal. Your stomach should not look like that. So I did. And it was a good thing that I did
1: because I had, like I said, a cyst and it was 18 pounds.
0: Yes. Yeah, so when they removed that and the doctor showed the picture of that, I'm there like, oh my goodness, she just gave birth to an 18 pound blob. <laughs> and I was there like. How do you not know that's in there? But once again, you were being stubborn. <laughs> I was being stubborn, yeah.
1: But I, yeah, so that was a huge shock. But from that moment, I mean, they, I got, I had my surgery and, you know, I was in the hospital for, I don't know how many days. Couple, not very long. Two three. Um, and they said, you, you have to get up and move. You have got to walk. You've got to, you know. They were telling me these things that I needed to do to uh, recover. And my mom saw this process. And mm-hmm. I remember she kept saying she was amazed because anytime time they would say about getting out of that bed and doing the walks and that, I would do it. And I mean, I had a huge incision down my stomach. And I, um, I was determined that I was going to do it any time that they said about doing it.
0: And the interesting thing about you is you're stubborn, not just about that, but you're you can be stubborn even about your workouts. Now, you you kind of sometimes you're a little extreme. I
1: like to have a <laughs> regimen, and I like to get into my groove and stay
0: there. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then everyone's gonna say, "But I think you should work a little bit." No. <laughs> But no, that was a really good example of that stubbornness. And for me, you know, I got uh, high blood pressure and I, but I didn't want to take medicine. So I'm stubborn when it comes to medicine. I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't, oftentimes it does not react well. To me. <laughs> I know what she's going to
1: say. Uh-huh. So how many times did we go to the doctor and then the doctor prescribes something and we go fill the prescription And get it home, and you read about it, and say, I'm not taking that.
0: Well, and in my defense, sometimes I really didn't, not like antibiotics or things like that. There were certain things that I I just wasn't using. If you
1: knew it was a steroid when we went to fill it, why are we filling the prescription? That's what I wanted to
0: know. (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. that's my stubbornness. I'll admit it. But, you know, when it came to, like, my, but really when it came to, like, my blood pressure and, you and she said, we need to put you on that really low dose of the medication. And they're like, uh, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm horrible about remembering to take it, too. That's the other thing. I, I don't do well with that routine, obviously. But I said, okay. And then she said, if you don't want to take it, lose weight. And they're like, ooh, well, that's kind of harsh. But okay, let me see. But it was true. I didn't want to take the med. And I want, and I, but I couldn't be stubborn both ways. You know what I mean? I couldn't not take the med and not work and not, not work out and do those things. So I did. I ended up saying, you know, I took the med for a little while and then I said, I don't want to do this. So, uh, started uh, to do the stuff I had to. So now I don't have to be on a medication. <laughs> so I'm very happy about that. And
1: it takes a while to implement a new routine and get there. And I mean, it talks, it takes a lot of self-talk too. <laughs>
0: It does. And I think the thing is, is once again, you know, I'm, I guess I, I guess I would say I'm borderline, uh, I borderline on uh, stubborn when it comes to medications. But a lot of meds don't agree with me very well. Pain meds don't agree with me. Uh, so,
1: and my problem isn't uh, you taking the meds or not taking the meds. Don't take the meds, but let's not go fill the prescription and sit it in a drawer.
0: Okay. Since so <laughs> she told me that we have not filled one of those prescriptions, I will just <laughs> simply tell the doctor I'm not going to take it. Yeah. Is it. And I'll ask him, do I have to or can I? You know, we, and they'll tell me if I can do something else, I will do something else. Yeah. So now I just don't <laughs> sit there and say, oh, yeah, give me that prescription. I'll go fill it and pay my $30. <laughs> in the drawer. I don't do that. I haven't done that in a long time. Thank goodness. But once again, that's that that's that stubbornness I think about us, or that I'm baffled as to how our mind works sometimes.
1: Yeah, it's like we have to ease into something and and get into a whole thing of trying to rewire what, you know, our our train of thought.
0: Exactly. And I guess sometimes, you know, I even work on this with my clients because sometimes they will dig their heels in about certain things. And I always ask them, is this that battle you want to fight? Because they get stubborn about it. They're going to respect me or they we don't get to do that. We don't get to make people, you know, or we. But we try we're trying to force things and and we stay stubborn or we stay. And like I said, stuck maybe even and, And what is it providing for you? And when we're being stubborn, and, and sometimes even now we'll we'll kind of challenge each other on that. Well, what is that? How's that working for you? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know,
1: yeah. And sometimes, I mean, the answer is no. You know, it's not working for you. That's why you need to change something. But it's like getting past that, and it does. <laughs> it takes time. You just have to, like I said, it, keep working on on your thinking around it and why you why
0: you hold on to it so tightly. And I think the other thing is when you see somebody that you love who is being stubborn about something that is detrimental to them, like in a bad way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like you sit there and say, why are you doing this? You know, but you can't tell him change for me because that doesn't work. No. People don't change for other people. Because if you do that, then it's not sustained. We've had these conversations with your mom. My dad could be a little stubborn. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. My mom would probably say he was a lot stubborn, <laughs> but he could—he could be stubborn about some things. Mm-hmm. You know, he would be the type who, if he was just done at the doctors, you know, was like, "Okay, I'm leaving. You can't leave. You're in a gown. What are you? Where are you going in a gown?" <laughs> well, I don't. I, no, we're not leaving. And so, you know, several conversations. But he eventually, would would say, "Okay." Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Even to have those moments and you're thinking, why are this conversation? why is this important? Mm -hmm.
1: And it's such a, you know, you cut off your nose to spite your face, as they say, because it's like, you know, you're not improving by staying where you are, but, you know, you
0: just think you've got it figured out. And I imagine everybody out there, you have either you're the stubborn one or you have people in your life who are stubborn, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and sometimes it's it can be difficult to navigate those things. Yeah. You know, we talk a lot about your stubbornness. No, you've gotten way better. I think so. You really have. (laughs) Early on, not so much. Stubborn. But I understand why. You know what I mean? I understand. I think if we can look at somebody's history, sometimes we get a better idea of where people are coming from.
1: Mm -hmm, That's what I say. I mean, I felt like when I was younger, I didn't have much of a voice. But I feel like that because I do now, you know, I just... And
0: you know how you know when you're being stubborn? Mm. You do the eye roll. Oh well, that's <laughs> that's been an, always been a thing. <laughs> Got you in a lot of trouble, didn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did. And even now, you don't even do that very much anymore. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Only once or twice a day, no. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Yes, it's like, and and that's when I know. When you do that is when I know you're in that place of being stubborn, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And then I just have to walk away. And I always tell you, I'm always so impressed on this evolution that I've seen with you in the years that I've known you. The the growth and and you have moved away from that stubbornness because I think it kept you stuck. It, it That was almost like, I'm going to dig my heels in. And I'm going to show you can't boss me. or I'm going to show you can't. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Even though that's not... A conscious thought it's just but yeah i mean i understand why you
0: say that but i think when you sit down with it and i always tell people sit down with and, and think about well why is that come why am i having this anyway
1: i think that you know we talk about practicing the pause all the time and you really have to do that i know i've had to do that i have to um step away and sometimes just reflect on the conversation what was being said there you know what why did i feel that what were you really trying to say I can do that a little bit better now.
0: Oh, absolutely. One of the things, because we're always talking about on here about the importance of communication, connectedness, and all of those things. Those things are what help us get past that, I think. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be stubborn. And there are some things I think that we should be stubborn about. But to not be stubborn, if it's going to be something that's going to be detrimental to you physically, spiritually, spiritually, or emotionally, I just don't understand that. I don't, I, that's where I say, that's where that's getting in our way. Some things we have to be stubborn about. If it, if it is our health and they're trying to tell you to, you know, I was really impressed with you when you were talking to the doctor and he was really pushing you, usually pushing your buttons uh, this uh, last week. Oh, the doctor with my mom. Really pushing you. And I could see that building in you it physically I could see it building in you until you told him I will not make that decision today yep you know and I bet he's probably thinking oh my god she is being stubborn might have But, but you know what I mean because he was trying to make you budge on something you're not comfortable budging on and yeah, we'd already had two or three conversations. And I felt like
1: that he was down to the, you know, this was the last conversation I was having with him, and he was like, you know, putting the pressure on. And I'm like, no, I am
0: not gonna make that decision today. But once again, I think in his mind, and maybe not, that's an assumption, but it felt like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: in when in listening to this conversation. It almost felt like he thought you were being stubborn.
1: Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with standing up for yourself and, you know, saying what you want or that, but well, that understanding was, that we're always in a learning process too.
0: Well, and I think that that was where uh, this little segue was going into is that identifying when you're standing up for yourself is being very different than being stubborn about something. Right. But I think sometimes people will, because I've seen this, you know, in these years I've done this, whether I was in school, working in schools or whatever, I would see people saying, oh, that kid's being stubborn. No, they're setting a boundary. They're saying, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes what I think, oftentimes with kids, what you often see is people identifying them as being stubborn. Mm-hmm. When they're saying no to something or they're, I don't want to do that. Or, you know, well, you're just being stubborn. Yeah. And there is a difference. And, and I think we have to be able to identify when we're being stubborn and when we're standing up for, you know, we're setting a boundary, standing up for ourselves, or those kind of things.
1: Well, I think one of the telltale signs, too, you have to realize when you're being stubborn about something, it's often that you're not
0: listening. And it's, it feels argumentative.
1: Yeah, you'll, you'll be a lot of times formulating your answer before you've even heard what the person is saying. So I think that that's where the stubborn comes in, because we're, Anticipating what that person's going to say, and we think we already have the answer, and so it's that lack of listening, I think,
0: and it's that thing of, and I don't want to say right and wrong because, but that's almost what it feels like. Mm -hmm. I'm stubborn. This is I I know the answer to this, and you're not going to change the answer to this, and because I've seen that with little kids too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've seen when they're stubborn and and dig their heels in. It's like you do know that's the wrong. No, it's not, and and you know you're having this conversation. And with parents, you just have to pick the battle. <laughs> <laughs> really. And, but I think that's what I'm saying. I think that knowing, being able to discern between the two is really important. But I know, you know, even for us, and there's a lot of things we don't indulge in like we used to. We don't indulge in alcohol like we used to because we don't like the way it feels. And, you know, okay, maybe the universe took about three or four times early on in our life, you know, when we were together, it just, you know, pounded into our heads. You know, this isn't good for So then it was like, you know what? I don't feel good with it. So why am I doing it? Mm. I don't. So you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And there's, I mean, that is a learning thing too. When you're younger, it's a little bit different. And as you age, alcohol and things like that sometimes do not react the same as, as, as it used to in your body. Your recovery period
0: changes. Your
1: recovery period (laughs) changes. Well, not only that, I think that when you are in the process of doing other things to make yourself more healthy, I think that when you go and do some of those things that maybe aren't so healthy you feel the impact even more so. I mean it is noticeable
0: in a and different way. It, and we don't we don't do a whole lot of sugar either. We we had to kind of get rid of a, got rid of uh, sugar because it was not agreeing with this, the same thing you know we were feeling you with sugar you feel sluggish you do that but once again that was another thing we were a little stubborn about. Mm-hmm. And we were stubborn because we liked the taste of it. We loved you know, I, my big thing was pastries. And so I was truly sad when I could not have pastries. (laughs) anymore.
1: Yeah. And I think that people don't realize that you just, you make some adjustments in that. And it's not like we don't ever indulge in sugar. We've just, you know, minimized some of that.
0: But I am so happy because now they make amazing gluten-free desserts and stuff. So we still get to indulge in all that. But even with that, we don't indulge in a lot lot because then we sit there and we say, "Okay, how is that going to impact our workout or how is that going to? And even, you know, the whole process of working out, that's that's something that is such a journey for us. You know, we're definitely not where we want to be, but we're closer to it than we were, you know.
1: Exactly. Everything is a learning process. And I mean, if you're stubborn about something and you think that this is the only way to do it, You know, you just, like I say, kind of set yourself up for failure. But I think that if you're willing to research it and see the different things that work, whether it be
0: about a workout or or the way you eat or, you know, whatever it is. And I think the other place that we get stubborn in is when we have an idea about what we think is right. There are people who will pound that in and pound it. And I always tell people, if you if you believe in it, but don't get stubborn about it. They'll you'll see them going back and forth in these conversations about what ways my ways the right way and but it might not be for the other person but we get so fixated on what we think we know that we don't listen you know we, that's what you were saying when you're not listening mm-hmm. and I think that's where we're we I see a lot of that even in my office too or t- you know just in relationships in general mm-hmm. is that they will they they get into that thing of you know, whether it's be vegan or vegetarian or, you know, this, that or the other, you know, or drink six pack a week or it doesn't matter. Well, I drink a shot of whiskey a day and that was what keeping me healthy. And that's what you need to do. And they get stubborn in that because once again and and, and and then it becomes that thing of you you keep pushing the buttons and you keep pushing the buttons because you when I am stubborn once again, I am not listening. If I am not listening, I am not learning. Mm-hmm. I am not truly hearing. And it's, oh, hey, that works for you. Wonderful. Yeah. If you want to be a carnivore, awesome. Yeah. Or whatever it is. And understand
1: that everybody's practice may not be your practice that, you know, that works best for you. I mean, that can be with anything. I mean, you see people that are very staunch in their religious beliefs and that. and And you see that maybe their their relationships aren't great because of that piece of it and i know i have seen that i have grown up with that but i have been on a journey of of spiritual a spiritual journey i feel like yes. where that and there are there are people that you know when when something f- feels like it's been shoved down your throat for many many years that will completely be in such rejection of that that they they kind of stunt their own growth in in finding their own path. And I really feel like that, that that does happen with people. And I'm grateful that, you know, I can take from some of the things I learned growing up, but I also feel like that I am in such a much better place spiritually
0: now. But there's also politics. There's, yeah. you know, there's so many things that, once again, we dig our heels in and we get stubborn about it. And yeah, it doesn't matter what we be, what are where our beliefs are. What matters is when we can be respectful of those things. But when I'm being stubborn, I cannot.
1: Exactly, I, that's what I'm saying. Like you can dig your heels in, but you can understand. If if you can pause from that and understand that those people have to do what's right for them,
0: and you can do what's right for you. And you know are we going to still be stubborn about things? Absolutely. We're human. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes it's little stupid things too. We get stubborn about, you know, we, we have our little stupid things we get stubborn about. And it's one of those things you have that conversation. And I think it's really what you said is when you realize that you're not listening to the conversation, then, you know, you walk away from it and then you get a chance to pause and think about it. And You know, I always think therapeutically that's what's happening, you know, when I'm in the office and my clients and we're talking about these things is, and always tell them, all you have to do is think about it. Yeah. And oftentimes they will come back and say, you know, I didn't realize that like I was digging my heels in, like I was being stubborn about this, Mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't realize how my being stubborn was actually more harmful for me than helpful for the other person that I was being stubborn with. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes, once again, it's about trying to change somebody else's, whether it be their thought pattern or whatever it is that you're working on changing in somebody else. Definitely. And, and I always love when they come and we have those conversations because I know that that is that growth. Mm-hmm. And when we're able to listen to other people's ideas, when we're able to you know, I I was having a conversation with my client yesterday, and I, and he goes, "Well, how do you do?" I said, "Because I remove myself." Mm-hmm. I said, "It's you have to not once once I start engaging in that fashion, then that's where that sometimes that stubbornness or that being stuck, you know, uh, gets involved." And I think that's why it's important to continue to talk. and And also, I think you know one of the other things we do in on a daily basis is our gratitude and the reason we do our gratitude is because sometimes (laughs) that helps us get away from that stubborn it does you know when you shift to gratitude i feel like that it presents a whole new way of thinking you don't have to stay i feel like you don't have to stay stuck and you don't feel that need to be stubborn about things and being stubborn means you are holding on to something yeah you know oftentimes i tell people what are you holding on to and whose idea is it really? Is it somebody else's belief or idea or whatever that you've taken on as your own? And now you're holding on to it. And sometimes I think that's why it doesn't feel good or because you're trying to prove a point. But sometimes that does not do it. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it takes us longer to learn. Like I said, you know, we're guilty of that, too. I'm telling you, those mm-hmm. Amy's Donuts did it in for us. <laughs> but I think that's when we real really realized that we were... We knew it, but we were being stubborn in that we were trying to modify and change our thinking. No, it really wasn't that. You know, it that was another you know, that was another donut. This is Amy's donuts. Amy's donuts must be different than these donuts. Or you know what I'm saying? We will do that. Or maybe if I just have one. But we, we didn't we, stop at
1: one. We had like one and a half.
0: <laughs> well, and we even said that after we had this this is us. Even after we had that horrible experience. Fast forward, I don't know, maybe a year, and we're there like, maybe if it's half. And then we both looked at each other like, oh, no, not even half.
1: No, what we ended up doing was having
0: pancakes. Oh, oh God. Yeah. That was as bad as the donuts. (laughs) I forgot about that. That was horrible. Uh Uh-huh. But once again, it's only donuts. We can have pancakes. (laughs) Guess
1: what? There's gluten in
0: pancakes. (laughs) And it felt. Yeah, we felt, that was another one, felt horrible. And I remember I had to work with Amy's Donuts when I had to work and I had had Amy's Donuts. I was just there thinking, oh, my God, you know, the camera already adds poundage to you. I already feel like I have the donut wrapped around me. What does that look like?
1: Your clothes barely fit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you have to go and get those big. uh, It reminds me of um, the Santa Claus movie (laughs) when he's gaining the weight and he's in a sweatsuit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Got stung by a bee. Yeah. That's what it was. A big bee. Because that's what it feels like. <laughs> okay. It feels like you just go. Yeah. <laughs> what are those fish that do that? The puffer fish? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. But you know what? I'm happy to say that is one area that we are no longer. Lesson um, finally learned, I think. Yes. But, you know, it's not just in, you know, it's, it's in any of those things. You know, and we think that. And I don't know, maybe people don't call it stubborn. Maybe maybe y'all have a different word for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because maybe it is feeling stuck, and maybe you don't feel stuck. Maybe you just like what you like, even though it's not good for you. So you, you know, I don't know.
1: But the problem is, if you feel bad afterwards, I'm guessing something needs to change. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you know, we had to feel bad one, two, three, four, five, twenty 20 times. <laughs> yeah. You know, and... Now, you know, if we feel those little lumps or whatever, we don't wait till they get 18 pounds. <laughs> no. I do my walking because I don't want to take my me- that medicine. So here we are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I guess the thing is, is it's all a journey and we're on this journey and we're trying to figure it all out and we're going to be stubborn sometimes. But I guess for me, I'm learning to pick and choose my battles of what I'm going to be Stubborn about,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, we have to have patience
0: with ourselves for sure. And we're very excited because we have just gone to video cast, and Christy's going to explain all that to you because I don't do that as well.
1: Mm. So the video cast will be showing on the Spotify, and it will also be available on YouTube. Um, we have our YouTube channel, which is Adventures of Two Girls in a Pod
0: Life's Journey. And you are welcome to subscribe to our channel. We'd greatly appreciate it. Um, You know, it's a new venture for us and we're very excited about it. And we're excited for you all to join us. We're also posting questions and we'd appreciate if you guys, you know, interact with us, get to know us, let us get to know you. We really look forward to it.
1: As always, we're on Facebook and
0: Instagram as well. Yeah, and, you know, we really uh, appreciate everybody's support. And, you know, like I said, if you're going to be stubborn, pick and choose. Pick and choose wisely. Mm-hmm. And other than that, thank you guys so much for joining us. We always appreciate it. And we will be back. Thanks. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.